I'm Jack Cotterella. And I'm Aaron Parnas. And this is a special episode of the Zoomed In podcast. On this week's episode, Aaron and I are, we're not going to be hitting the headlines, but we're going to be doing something equally important. And that's telling you about um, different charities and different ways that you can donate, help, and support the people of Ukraine right now. So Aaron uh, is going to share a lot of awesome information, and we're going to finish up, as we always do, with tweets of the week. So Aaron, if people want to help and support uh, you know, refugees in, in Ukraine and, and across the world, what can they do? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of, there's a lot of ways. If you want to help out, there are a lot of ways you can help out. The number one way, um, in my opinion, and, and this is actually shout out to GoFundMe. GoFundMe personally, the vice, a vice president from GoFundMe reached out to me personally about this and shared a link uh, on their website where they're collecting donations. Um, it's Donate to Ukraine Relief Efforts on their website. Um, they're collecting them and then dispersing the donations to uh, hundreds of organizations or dozens of organizations that they have vetted that they believe in. And according to GoFundMe, according to the person that reached out to me, um, they're not taking any money off of like, they're not taking any fees. They're not taking any um, cash off the top or anything. So GoFundMe is a great place to donate. There are a couple funds. One um, is where Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have all raised over $18 million. And then there's another fund that GoFundMe started that's raised about one and a half million dollars as of this recording. That's number one. And, and, and other- yeah, and Aaron, you know, I, we, spring break is coming up and like a lot of people are booking Airbnbs. And so I think, you know, yeah. that's another awesome option. Um, how can you go about like setting up an Airbnb or, or helping someone provide them with housing? Um, yeah, for, for sure. So I, I actually booked an Airbnb for someone in Ukraine um, for this week, uh, yesterday. And what you can do is just go on Airbnb, go on, uh, look at any town in Ukraine, whether it's Kiev or um, Kharkiv or wh- wherever, um, there are plenty of towns in Ukraine. Um, just book up the Airbnb for a week, a few days, whatever you can afford. Um, and then message the host saying that, hey, listen, like I'm not coming. This is just a donation to you, your family to help you through this difficult time. Because right now, according to US officials and US intelligence, um, the capital of Ukraine, Kiev, within the next week to two weeks is going to be without um, real access to food um, or um, water or resources. Um, so, so sending aid through GoFundMe and other ways w- is very helpful. And uh, also, I believe GoFundMe has, no, sorry, not GoFundMe, I believe Airbnb has said that it will also not be taking any fees from people who are, uh, who are hosts on the app. Um, but there are other funds out there that I would recommend donating to. And those are the Jewish United Fund. Um, for those of you who don't know, there are actually 40,000 um, Jewish elderly and families in Ukraine um, who have had to flee. Um, and the organization is prioritizing aid to nearly 10,000 Holocaust survivors currently living in Ukraine. So that's the Jewish United Fund. And then also the Global Giving Ukraine Relief Fund, which is using all donations to support humanitarian assistance to impacted communities in Ukraine, as well as surrounding regions where refugees have fled. Um, donating to the Global Giving Ukraine Fund um, will provide basic necessities such as shelter, food, clean water, health, um, psychosocial support, access to education, economic assistance, and more. But I would also say that for folks who are listening to this podcast, I, I know it's a short one, but it's an important topic to talk about, um, is that the war in Ukraine is going to last, I don't know, maybe a few more weeks. It's not going to last a significantly long time. I mean, either Russia is going to be able to take Ukraine or Russia isn't going to take Ukraine. But just because the war ends doesn't mean the secondary effects do. And we've already seen over one and a half million refugees displaced as a result of this war. We've seen residential buildings bombed, hospitals bombed, schools bombed, 
um, livelihoods have been destroyed. And these livelihoods are gonna take not weeks to rebuild, but rather months, if not years. So it, it, a lot of money is currently pouring into Ukraine. A lot of people are currently helping Ukraine. But if you have a chance and, and if you have the ability, I would, I would ask that some of you just wait. Don't donate right now. Don't send aid right now. Wait a few weeks, wait a month, wait two months, wait until after this is out of the news, yet people in Ukraine will still be suffering to donate. Because when this is no longer in the news, when Russia is no longer invading, and when Ukraine, um, when there's not an ongoing war, people are going to have to rebuild and they're going to need our help. And this money that's coming in right now is only going to last so long. So we're going to have to continue these humanitarian efforts for months, if not years. Absolutely. And Aaron, you just gave a, a long list of um, awesome places where people can, can donate and support. We're obviously going to be sharing as much of that information as we can. Um, and so thank you to all zoomed in listeners who are going to be supporting uh, people in Ukraine during this very difficult time. And Aaron, thank you for being able to provide all those awesome places where people can help out. Uh, and now it's time for tweets of the week. And now it's time for tweets of the week. Our first tweet comes from Joe who says, dear Republicans, you cannot support Trump and Ukraine at the same time. No matter what you hashtag in a tweet or say on TV, you're either with Putin or you're against him. And if you're with Trump, then you're with Putin too. You've made your choices. We see you. The end. 100% agree. Our next tweet comes from Heather Gardner. Heather says, great that so many companies are banning Russian-made products. Now let's ban Russian-made politicians. I agree. Too many of them in the Republican Party. And our third and final tweet is not one tweet specifically, but it is all the amazing videos and posts and efforts that we've seen from students across Florida in protest of the Don't Say Gay Bill. I saw a video that our good friends at Midas Touch shared from my old high school, Winter Park High School, and it was truly amazing to see students and friends of mine um, protesting a bill that needs to be called out. And it was just so amazing, and I'm so proud of all of them. So students across Florida, you all have one you have the best tweets of the week. So thank well, you yeah, so much. Jack, before we finish off tweets of the week, I do have one extra tweet of the week, which I want to do. I do. Um, and it was posted by none other than you. And it says, I didn't think it was possible for me to like President Zelensky more. And then he told Rick Scott to be quiet. Shout out to President Zelensky. President Zelensky is a hero. Rick Scott is a zero. Absolutely agree. And that is tweets of the week. And that is our show. Thank you so much to the brothers at Midas Touch for making the show happen every week. Thank you to Adam Sultan as well, our editor, who we gave a little bit of an easier task to this week because we had a short episode. And it was a short episode because we needed to talk about how you could support Ukraine and people um, who need your help right now. So thank you to all the Zoomed In listeners who will be doing so. We will be sharing more information during this week and, and going forward. So thank you to the Zoomed In listeners um, and we will see you again next Wednesday. Thank you for Zooming In.